0: Listen to Be My Guest, the podcast with me, Ina Garten, and join us wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. acast.com
1: Dobri Vecher and welcome to the Bohemican podcast with Pete Coleman and Travis Doe.
0: So welcome to the Bohemican Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Coleman. Today, I'm joined by one of my really good friends and uh, a fellow uh, expat now living in the Czech Republic for how many years, Sam? Uh, I've actually been
2: here for 20 years, I think now, maybe 21 in November. Okay, so
0: Sam Beckwith has me beat by a decade and a half. <laughs> so, so Sam Beck with us is with us, and he's also the creator of ProgPig.com, and what a great name that is. Uh, maybe you could tell our listeners on the Bohemian Podcast about ProgPig, how you came up with the name, and what, what it really entails. Uh, ProgPig,
2: it's kind of... I guess it comes from my background as a journalist. I, was, I used to work for the Prague Post, which was the English-language newspaper here, and... I was in some ways frustrated with the English language coverage of of Prague and the Czech Republic and that it always tended to be fairly dry. It was either focused on business or focused on tourism or things like that. And I I just felt that there were lots of fun and strange and and kind of bizarre stories that that weren't getting covered in the English language media. And I, I just wanted some outlet for that. And so I guess Prague Pig came out of that. I suppose the name, the alliteration, is kind of inspired by the Prague Post and the Prague Pill, which was uh, also uh, an an alternative newspaper here. Also, I think one one other thing, I I, I just like pigs, which is a a big part of it. And also there used to be a satirical TV show in in Britain called... um, Spitting image were the they they always portrayed um, it was used puppets and they always portrayed tabloid journalists as pigs, kind of pigs wearing trilbies. So, I guess that was also part of the inspiration.
0: <laughs> so I can I can tell by your accent um, that you're from the Bronx in New York, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually my accent is uh, is a bit misleading. I'm
2: actually from Rochdale, which is near Manchester in the north of England, but my accent is a a lot softer than a typical Rochdale accent. I, I guess I've been away for a long time and I've worked with Americans a lot and lived abroad, and so it's not a, a typical Rochdale accent, although I do slip into that every once in a while. <laughs> when you get angry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Or Right, or right, drink, okay. <laughs> so so uh,
0: you, you basically have started uh, a family here, you live here now, you've got a, a little daughter, and, and um, Prague has become home for you. So so a lot of these stories that you write are things that you, I assume, that you just pick up when you walk around the streets or you hear things on the news or people talking about it. And you're like, oh, wow, what a great idea. Kind of what we do in Bohemian Podcasts. We, we have these little inspirational ideas that come out of nowhere because you're having a beer with some friends someplace. And they tell you some kind of crazy story about Czech people or about uh, history or culture. And I can see that when you're going through the website. Uh, specifically, I'm looking at some of the headers here. Um, Help me! Scary chef signs, T-shirts, <laughs> toilet paper with funny check names. <laughs> so, so it's intellectual it, stuff. <laughs> so, intellectual things. Uh, kind of the things that you would see if you if you could read while you're on the toilet. Is pretty much is what we're looking at, yeah,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess it's things that interest me, and hopefully would interest other expats. I think my target audience, I suppose, is. Kind of people who've lived like English-speaking expats who've lived here for probably at least a year. People who are relatively familiar with with the basics and and know maybe a little bit of Czech, but uh, but but not not so much. And so it kind of aimed at those. It's just fun stuff. A, a lot of it comes from tabloid media. Uh, from I read *Blesk*, the, the the which is the best-selling Czech newspaper. It's kind of an equivalent of the sun or, or the german newspaper bild uh, or and i watch tv nova's news which is kind of horrible but but fascinating <laughs> it's just kind of a 50 minute news show it, i think it's still the the top rated tv show in the czech republic and it's this just weird mix of of kind of sensationalism and sentimentality and and, and just kind of and quite banal mundane things as well it's it's a very odd show really in some ways but it's uh I think I think the Czech Republic's quite a small country and, and to be honest not a huge amount happens here of kind of earth-shattering importance and so I think the tabloid papers and tabloid media have to work that bit harder to kind of come up with stuff and so that, that that's the stuff that I'm interested in the kind of stories about kangaroos that have escaped from zoos and things like that.
0: <laughs> well, I think we covered some of those in the Bohemian podcast, too. Uh, I think uh, the seal that escaped the zoo uh, that ran up the uh, during the flood of 2002. Yeah, we, we, uh, we have a lot in common. And we do appreciate that you link to our, our, our website as well, Sam. So thank you for doing that. But if you ever get to the Prague Pig, and I hope that my listeners will get there, progpig.com. Uh If you go to the About section, I think I, I really like the intro that you have here, which is, uh, heavily photoshopped images of Old Town, interviews with cafe owning vis a visa uh, hipsters, uh, <laughs> articles about the up and coming our uh, district. Uh, it really is kind of all over the place with this, and I, I think I have to ask you, what in the years that you've been doing, the five years you've been doing this, what is your favorite story that you reported on?
2: Uh, I think it's it 's quite like just the the boring stuff the, the, the stuff that 's kind of filler I think especially at this time of year over the summer uh they call it the cucumber season when Czechs kind of go away to their country cottages and pickle cucumbers theoretically and uh, and then i guess it 's equivalent to what we call the silly season in the u k where the the they, just fill in, they, have, they have to fill the paper with something, and so they, they kind of come up with these random things. I think my all-time favorite story was just a very short item in uh, a local newspaper in Berno about a, a mattress falling on the road. And it, it was a, like <laughs> this kind of... Heavy news. <laughs> know, heavy news, and he, they gave it like a, a paragraph. <laughs> 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 and uh, also, um, I think I remember... This kind of predates Prague Pig, but I I used to be a sports writer and I was looking through uh, Denik Sport, which is the daily sports newspaper. And right in the middle of one page, they just had a picture of a a dog uh, splashing around in, in the water from a fire hydrant uh, with no relevance whatsoever. It was just a picture of a dog. And then it wasn't even a new picture of a dog. It actually said it was from the archive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least a journalist integrity. You know, at least
2: you got to date it right.
0: Um, <laughs> but
2: I think that more seriously, the other stuff is, um, I, I, I think the celebrity stories are just entertaining i think there's like certain celebrities who just pop up in and check tabloids over and over again i think the the most famous one is probably jeremia Yaga, where i think the the biggest fascination for the tabloids is will he ever marry he's kind of the eternal bachelor he's got a, a a steady girlfriend at the moment and i think maybe when if if he does pop the question that will be like the the happiest day in, in, in Czech history.
0: <laughs> so as you can see, there's a little bit of that kind of like tabloid uh, sort of feel that you get here when people want to know, oh, who's dating who. Um, yeah, that I, I think part of the issue is is that there's really a handful of, of actors and actresses here that do things over and over again. Um, it, for me, when I'm watching it, I'm having a hard time understanding the Czech, but. Um, when I see somebody that I see familiar that's familiar to me uh, on the big screen or on the small screen, um, they might be doing a different movie, a different role, of course. But to me, they always seem to be the same actor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the same sort of delivery. So I find it kind of hard to 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 jump from oh he's a villain this week and he's a hero the next. But some checks do. I guess they're okay with that.
2: Yeah, I think the the biggest tabloid star is is Carol Gott. I don't know if you've covered. <laughs> uh, Bolshki Carol in the past, but uh he's kind of uh if he's sort of a, a Czech Sinatra or a Czech Cliff Richard, uh, Cliff, or a Czech Tom Jones maybe is probably the best example. But yeah. he's, he's kind of but he's he was like a heartthrob in his in his youth. Uh I think now he's in his seventies, I think. Uh, but he's he's just still an endless source of fascination, basically. Everything Carol Gott does is is news and it's just everything that possibly could have been written about Carol Gott has been written, but it, it doesn't stop the papers just going back and kind of dredging over details of uh, the house that he's building in the country and, and what's in his will and just endless, endless speculation about things.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I'm looking and perusing your site uh, I, just to see the differences of stories. Be, it might be a story about mushroom picking season which is yeah. happening right now, you know. Uh, people go out in, in, in September to go, uh, when, the, when the weather gets a little wet out there and uh, the temperature goes down, mushrooms are everywhere and people go out, they get them and, and uh, then they dry them and they use them for the rest of the season. Something as, as, ho- as wholesome as that, and then I'll see something else on there, like there's a, a woman from Poland coming in, trying to have as many sex <laughs> partners as possible to no, break the record. And every Czech mother should watch out for her son. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so tell me about that story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess that's, it's a, that's a pretty good example of the spread of things, I suppose, The the... The, the slogan for, for Prague Pig that I'm using at the moment is the Czech news that nobody else wants to tell you, and that's a pretty broad remit really. It, it really does run from everything from from mushroom picking to kind of strippers and sex scandals and 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 just tabloid sleaze generally. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of territory to cover. It's uh, I, I tend to put out maybe two or three posts on Facebook every day. That's probably where the the action really is more than the blog, but. Uh, but it's uh, it's 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 a lot to keep on top of.
0: <laughs> what's your hope for the future uh, for Prague Pig, and, and what are some things that you want to do? Because I know you have a, you have a, also an e store as well to, to sell some merch. You've got uh, um, you, you say you're going to other social media aspects like uh, Facebook to kind of uh, greet, and we hope that Bohemian podcast listeners will actually tune into this as well, so that they you'll have more traffic uh, on your blog as well. But what, what's the future hold for Prague Pig?
2: Uh, I'd like to I'd, I'd like to reach a bigger audience I think the most recent post about the kind of ugly places in Prague reached a lot more people than than anything else we've done previously um, but i'd like to maybe obviously some kind of revenue I'm basically doing this as a hobby. It was kind of in some ways a project to see like how far you could go running a media outlet with basically no budget and and completely in, in my free time. I really only pay for the the hosting and the, and the domain name, and then basically everything else has been free. Uh, I've kind of looked into selling T-shirts. That's something I'd like to do. And then maybe get some kind of advertising. I don't really want to do kind of Google ads or anything like that. I'd like advertisers that I can actually that I actually believe in. I think that, that would be a nice thing to do. And then, of course, there's, there's our book, Pete, as well. <laughs> I'm glad you brought
0: that up. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sam and I actually work together in our day job. And we will we, we'll have lunch, we'll have a cup, cup of coffee, you'll have tea, of course. And we'll, we'll, sit, we'll sit around and we'll talk about, hey, you know what, what can we do together from, from your aspect of things from the Prague Pig? And my, my, my version with uh, Bohemian Podcast. And, um, you know, we've, uh, Bohemian Podcast already put out a book on Czech Christmas traditions. Where we'll be selling that again this year. Uh, but uh, there's so many neat little stories that, you know, I don't know if we can put a narrative to it. So I think we're just going to, you know, throw it together. But I, I like the idea of these little things that kind of, you know, you, you live and you learn when, you, when you, you exist here in Czech Republic or in Prague. Um, and uh, I think we can put that into a book as just, you know, some curious ideas that, that uh, especially an expat will, will have a, a fun time reading about what life is like here. So that book, I think, will be very entertaining. We're going to hold off on Giving you the title, <laughs> a because we don't know it yet. <laughs> B because we don't want you to steal it. If anybody has any great ideas, but um, Sam, what are some of the things that we're thinking about with this book uh, that you can tell our listeners?
2: I suppose it would be a collection of, of of facts and tidbits and kind of just interesting stuff about the Czech Republic. I, I think the idea is, is, as you suggested, it is it is something you could. Read on the toilet. It's kind of you can sort of.
0: Should <laughs> we put that in the byline? You can read it on the toilet. Pete and Sam's viewpoint of Czech Republic. Grant fantastic.
2: Maybe, Maybe not. <laughs> but it's but it's a, a book that you could dip into and would tell you something kind of new and fun and interesting about the Czech Republic that you didn't already know that that probably isn't covered in in the big guidebooks or in or anywhere else really, at least not in English and.
0: Well, I think that's the thing too. If, if you go to a bookstore anywhere in Czech Republic, you can have a very small English-only section, um, and then you'll, right to the left of it, you'll see in the history section all these great books on Czech Republic history and Bohemia and Moravia, and you know, unless they have pretty pictures, I, I won't take, I won't buy it because <laughs> because it's I really desperately want to read these books. Um, but learning the Czech language is uh, at least to read it and write it is a whole other level than speaking and uh, I think that it would be great to add you know our viewpoint as English speakers to um, you know that put a book out there for people to, to read uh, that's going to be fun to read I think that's that's what I'm looking for with this and I'm thinking of some great stories that we could talk that we you and I have talked about. Uh, that deals with with history or legends and and uh, uh things that that are just miscellany uh ob- objects you know, about czech life here uh we just mentioned one of uh, mushroom picking season for one yeah um, uh, what are some other ideas that you think we could probably hit on this this book idea
2: I was just reading yesterday about a guy, uh, apparently it's quite famous here, but I'd never come across it before. Uh, a guy who, I think in Bohemian, some small Czech town, and he built a, a yacht called Nike uh, in his in his basement, in his Panelak, So in his, his kind of communist era apartment building. And he built this beautiful yacht and then sort of sailed it off around the world. And it, it's it's kind of ended up in the National Technical Museum. That's kind of a nice story. And then just, I'm particularly interested in in kind of strange and, and spooky stories. I'm kind of working on a, 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 as a kind of labor of love, working on a, a blog post about a, a UFO sighting in the 1980s. But uh, but just, uh, I think it would be just spanning the whole, like all aspects of Czech life and history and culture, but not in a, a serious way, in a, in a fairly light way.
0: I think the challenge for us to do this is how we're going to organize this book. You know, are we going to organize it geographically or by by you know concept? We'll figure it out. Um, but that's something that you and I are going to have a fun time putting yeah. together. I think and uh, uh, join forces between the Bohemian podcast and Prague Pig is a, is a nice thing.
2: I think one of my one of our favorite stories that I'd like to squeeze in there. It's it's kind of a funny but sad and kind of ironic story. is about um, Josef Bitsan who was a, a excellent czech football player during the second world war uh, he played for slavia and scored just a ridiculous amount of goals and he was uh, after the war and so his, his records aren't really officially recognized because the the czech league played under nazi occupation wasn't included in the official statistics a lot of the time and then immediately after the war he was offered a, a move to juventus a very big and famous italian club and uh, he turned down this move to Juventus because he'd heard that Italy was going to turn communist and then and, and decided to stay in Czechoslovakia and of course that didn't work out so well
0: Well you know, I think we're definitely going to have a sports section in this yeah. in this book and idea and, and we've talked about a few sports teams on the Bohemican podcast and hockey and, and, uh, and definitely some uh, uh, European football. And I know that you and I have actually attended a, a, a football game together when Slavia was playing Bohemka. And Slavia is your favorite team here in Prague, right? It's got a great history as well as uh, Sparta is another uh, uh, mover and shaker. Uh, but uh, I'm more of a Bohemka guy, mainly because of the only team that's got a mascot that is uh, uh, of the Klokani <laughs> orientation. <laughs> but for those that don't speak Czech, that's, that's a kangaroo. And so there's, there's a guy in a really sweaty costume, a kangaroo that comes out with a little uh, uh, roux. It's, it's actually a, a, a kid. Uh, at some point, it comes out in a baby um, uh, Kulkani outfit. Um, it reminds me of college sports in America, I think, for the most part. So when I go see that, I see the, the, the mascot, I'm like, this is my team. I have to adopt this team now. So, <laughs> so every time we get to see them, it, it, Sam and I try to go to another, another football game. But um, maybe on this topic, this is kind of neat. Have you ever reported on sports in particular when it comes to the progpig, uh, when it comes to the progpig.com?
2: Uh, I don't cover sports so much. I, I, my sort of most of my journalism background was in sports. I was a football. I was a, a, I, I still write about football, but for uh, a couple of British magazines, World Soccer and When Saturday Comes, I was. Uh, a sports reporter and then sports editor at the Prague Post which sounds quite grand but it was a one page and kind of a part-time job but uh, With with dogs playing in mud like that picture (laughs) you talked about (laughs) the hard-hitting journalism
0: for sports journalism
2: Made that a priority yeah (laughs) But we we did some interesting things I, I, I did travel a lot but I think with uh, the problem you run up against really is that um, expats already have their favorite teams back home. And so it's, it's a bit like, I suppose, the problem of like Florida sports franchises in, in North America that like the pe- people don't have their roots there and they, they, they root for a team somewhere else. And uh, so I think expats aren't so excited about Czech sports, apart from a few enthusiasts such as myself.
0: An expat viewpoint. On living here, what is the thing that you would say is the craziest sort of thing you've learned from being an expat living here in Czech Republic, making this basically your second home?
2: I think the thing uh, I I think when I first came here a a long time ago, and I kind of came here with this idea that that the Czech Republic was kind of it was a former communist country and it was a. A little bit backward, and kind of, and that we were here to kind of educate the, these people about the the West and capitalism and the democracy. And then after twenty years here, I kind of realised that maybe maybe the Czech way of life has as much to offer me as as the as as our, as our way of life has to offer the Czech Republic. That it's kind of that the Czech way of life is is it's funny. Like I, I think the. Things have changed here so much in the, in the twenty years that I've been here, but at the same time, it's kind of uh, the the spirit of the place hasn't really changed. The way people look and dress, and the the kind of the appearance of the city has changed so much. But actually, it's uh, it, but there's something about the Czech way of life, the Czech spirit that's kind of universal. That's kind of just keeps on going. Czech humor, that kind of thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I couldn't echo that those sentiments any more. You're right, Sam. I, I think that you live here for several years and you're not just kind of couch surfing and doing that post-college sort of I lived in Prague sort of mentality <laughs> of drinking beer and, and uh, just getting by and then going back home uh, when you're broke and, and tired. Uh, if, if you're actually going to stay here for a while, you, you really get to know the Czech people for all the, the good and the and the not so good. Uh, we all have those those problems back in our own cultures, right, but uh, I really like the check people uh, in a lot of ways. I, you know my kids are half Czech, so I, ha- I kind of have to in a lot of ways <laughs> <laughs> i can 't just say you know what i don 't like you guys <laughs> uh, but I, I think that you 're right that they're, and one of the reasons why I love doing my show with Travis and it, that experience is because. Um, you're right, Sam. I, you, you go into it thinking, well, gosh, I'm an American. I'm coming over here and, you know, and I, I should be able to do just fine. You realize, well, a little bit of humble pie that, you know, making that transition is difficult for anybody. And, uh, you do feel kind of like a, a stranger in a strange land for a while. But, um, the Czechs are, are kind of down to earth folk. You know, and uh, they they, uh, they are welcoming once you get to know them. They remind me a lot of people in Michigan where you kind of you get that sort of northern attitude where, boy, no one's talking to me for about six months. <laughs> but once you get to know them, you have a few beers with them, you speak a little bit of Czech. They're great folks. They're really great people. And, and I think you've probably seen some of that when you do your reporting.
2: Yeah, I think uh- – one thing I should probably point out is that Prague Pig is is quite snarky at times. It's kind of, it's sort of I guess a kind of gawker-ish kind of sensibility, but uh, but it is kind of, it does kind of come from a, a genuine affection for Prague and for the Czech Republic, and I, I do I do like living here. And I think it's kind of in the same way that I suppose people in, in I suppose in New York in the seventies or, or or Manchester where I came from in the eighties when. The, the city was a bit rough around the edges, and think you have that kind of you still have that kind of pride in it, and you have kind of pride in the rough edges as well. I kind of, I think I say on the website in the about us section that I kind of love Prague warts and all, and I think I think that's that that's definitely definitely true. That's that I, I mean that.
0: <laughs> you know, one thing as we kind of wrap up our program tonight, um, that I I my experience with living over here is that I have a. Brand new appreciation for immigrants that come to the United States and start their life brand new. You know, with the with the language, with the culture, trying to raise their children in a different culture. You know, I'm I'm I the table on my experience, and I'm seeing it from the other aspect of things, and um, it really is a, a grander sense of a, appreciation for the struggles that uh, an expat has when they move. So someplace completely different for, for various reasons, of course, but uh, I, I really do uh, see that from a, from a different standpoint. I think that's also one of the beauties of traveling, not just living someplace else, but traveling to see what life is like in other places. I get that enjoyment from doing the podcast, and I, it looks from, from what I'm seeing with your, with your webcast that, that, or what website that you have the same sort of feeling.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think you've got to have respect for anybody. I think that's something that being an expat teaches you, is you've got to respect how difficult it is to move from one country to another and, and kind of settle somewhere and build a new life. And obviously not everybody does it with the same kind of resources that British or American people do as well. So, and I think that's, but, but it's a big part of, I think with Prague Pig, you, I'm just looking at kind of building a bridge in a way uh, that's, that's kind of a, I mean it's a lot of it's silly and kind of inconsequential and, and just it's just fun stuff, but it's but in some ways I'd like to think that it, it kind of does connect a part of Czech culture with, with the English speaking world that that otherwise wouldn't be connected. I think that's a big part of what makes it fun for me to,
0: to keep on doing it. Sam, thanks so much for joining us on the Bohemican Podcast. And uh, we'll be hearing more from you at at other shows, I'm I'm sure. But uh, we'll be hard at work with this book and the title. (laughs) Should we we do the title first? (laughs) Maybe. I I, I don't know. We'll we'll figure figure it out. So uh, until next time, uh, for Sam Beckwith, I'm Pete Coleman. Have a great evening. And Naskladano from Prague.
1: You have been listening to the Bohemican Podcast with Pete Coleman and Travis Doe. Visit bohemican.com for more information on this episode, other episodes, and much more information about history, traditions, and culture in the Czech Republic. Find us on iTunes, subscribe, and review, and don't forget to rate us. We would love to hear from you. Send comments, ideas, and corrections on our comments page on bohemican.com or get in touch via Facebook or Twitter. Tune in to our sister podcast, History of Alchemy, which is also on iTunes, or on historyofalchemy.com. Until next time on the Bohemian podcast, thank you for listening.